0: Friends, I'm happy to announce that Straight Talk has partnered with Blue Line Roasting Company to bring you delicious coffee to enjoy while you listen to this podcast. Blue Line Roasting Company also serves our first responders by giving a portion of all net proceeds to numerous organizations who support them. Order today at BlueLineRoasting.com. That's BlueLineRoasting.com. And don't forget, when you join the Straight Shooter VIP Club, you'll receive a free coffee sample and a mug, plus invitations to private podcast events. 26 officers lost their lives while on duty in 2022. Blue lives matter in America. Tell me what's wrong with this headline. It's from the Washington Times. Tax gap grows. Americans cheated IRS out of $625 billion in 2021. Let me read that again. Americans cheated the IRS out of $625 billion in 2021. What's wrong with that headline? What's wrong with it is this is the problem with the tax system and the tax structure here in the United States. They have this ass backwards. This is not their money. Americans aren't cheating the IRS out of anything. This money belongs to the people who earned it. And that's the income earners. It's their money. And sure, we have a tax system. And you, you you through the coercive nature of taxation, you have to turn some of it over to the government. But you know what? When Americans hold back or underreport, they're not cheating the IRS. It's their money. It's the people's money. But see, we have this built into our heads. Well, we owe the government. Well, we owe the government government should be begging for this. We don't owe them anything. So a couple excerpts from this story here. The IRS dropped the numbers into a raging debate in Washington over how aggressive IRS should be. Catch this. This is what I'm talking about. How aggressive the IRS should be and sweating out more money from Americans. That's exactly what this is. Now here's one source and uh talking about IRS compliance efforts, he said the climate budget law Democrats pushed through Congress and signed by President Biden last year would help by pumping tens of billions of dollars into enforcement. And another thing, ladies and gentlemen, we're operating with no budget and we're operating at deficit budgets anyway. The difference does make how much money the IRS collects, they're spending Deficit levels. In other words, no matter how much they take in or how little, they're, they're outspending that. And it was a figure in here somewhere. See if I can find it. In the year we're talking about 2021, it says the IRS took in four billion dollars, but the government spent six point, I'm sorry, four trillion dollars. But the government spent six point eight trillion, so they spent more than they took in anyway. And that's our fault? We're not giving them enough, we give them too much. So it says payroll taxes are paid in full and on time 91% of the time. That's because they take it before you even see it. And then they talk about compliance here. So here's one tax analyst at the Heritage Foundation. He called the IRS estimates rubbish. He said the agency relies on bogus guesses and adjustments and is attempting to pressure Americans into accepting a more intrusive IRS. And then this article here mentions tax collection in the U.S. relies on voluntary compliance. No, it doesn't. It relies on coercion. It's forced compliance. Under the threat of taking your property, sending you to prison, if you don't pay your taxes. That's not voluntary compliance. But, you know, the, the, way, the way they, they... The, the, the attitude here of the, of the, you know, the writers and of the, the IRS, like this is their money. We worked for that money. The taxes are too high anyway. Here's something else here, too. Biden administration officials are eager, eager to increase audit rates to get more money. See, more money. It's always from the government. More money. Indeed, they counted on tens of billions of dollars in additional tax collections to pay for the climate change policies in last year's budget law. The United States government is using the tax code the Democrats, I should say. Well, the Republicans too. The hell with them. They're using the tax code to finance Democrat, a Democrat social agenda. Climate change program. I don't want my money used to support the Democrat social agenda. How about you? Turning the page. You got this mess going on. In the House of Representatives with the GOP, they ousted Kevin McCarthy. You know, it's no great loss. I said several weeks ago at an event I attended that I spoke at, nobody in Washington, D.C. is irreplaceable. I'm one of the few that believes that Matt Gates did us a favor. I didn't think McCarthy was doing that great. Everybody else does. I just can't believe people. Oh, here, you know, person after person after he was ousted, and I'm talking about his colleagues on the Hill and others in talk radio. Oh, Kevin McCarthy was doing a fine job, and I keep screaming at the radio, "How? Tell me, tell me about this great job." They just throw out this these superlatives, these generalities, this hyperbole. Oh, Kevin McCarthy was doing a great job. Tell me how. This Republican House has done very little to nothing significant in the year that they've been in charge. And I would challenge you, just do it to yourself, to name something significant that this GOP House has done. All they've done is whole hearings. That's basically all they've done. Okay, yeah, they they, uh, increased the debt uh, ceiling with more spending. And then they're trying to shove through this continuing resolution to keep the government funded. More spending, deficit spending. They're touting that as an accomplishment? Where are the tax cuts? Where are the spending cuts? And these two... Bills I talked about, the debt ceiling, and the continuing resolution to fund the government. Where are they? So you have this one congressman here. A GOP congressman says conservative hardliners who helped oust Kevin McCarthy as Speaker could very easily cause the party to lose its House majority in 2024. Representative Tom Cole of of Oklahoma, a veteran GOP lawmaker. You know what a veteran GOP lawmaker means? An insider, a guy who's been there too long who chairs the House Rules Committee, touted McCarthy's leadership in the lower chamber as he rejected a call by conservative hardliners to oust their speaker. The overwhelming majority of my party supports the speaker that we elected. We're proud of the leadership he's shown. Tell me about the leadership. Tell me about it. If the GOP loses the House in 2024, it'll be their own doing. One of the things that I heard a, a, a GOP congressmen say, well, one of the things we've done is we've had these hearings and we've gotten a lot of the truth out about things going on with the Biden administration, and blah, 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 blah. That's all they're doing is holding hearings that lead to nothing. I don't want this stuff flushed out. I want people held accountable. I want people fired. I want people dragged into federal court fauci under oath lied to this GOP uh, oversight committee he said they didn't fund any gain of function research yes they did there's they found emails and stuff to show they did he's lying you lie under oath it's a crime it's called perjury when Christopher Ray under oath testified before a House Oversight Committee that the FBI was not targeting Christians. And that this, this he called it a rogue office somewhere in the United States, put out this memo that he says, no, that was just local, and it shouldn't have been done. Come to find out later, that memo circulated all throughout the FBI. He was lying. And he's not held accountable. So all of this flushing things out that the, the GOP thinks they're doing, it's useless. It's a waste of time. Nobody's held accountable. I want people held accountable. And we don't get it. All we get is bluster. All we get is saber-rattling. They said before they, they, they won control of Congress, the House, the Republicans, Said they were going to impeach Mayorkas. Mayorkas has not been brought up for impeachment, and that was a year ago. They said they were going to impeach Biden. They're finally getting around to it, but folks, that's not going anywhere. They said they were going to get to the bottom of Hunter Biden. They're not getting to the bottom of anything. This stuff—it's all these are activities. This is not accomplishment. I want results. I want people held accountable. I don't want to just be told about it. People were lying. The FBI was lying about the damn Hunter Biden laptop. Who's held accountable? Why didn't they drag Comey, James Comey, back? And all these other clowns. Why didn't they drag them back in? Hillary Clinton, drag her back in about this Steele dossier. You know, Jim Durham conducted a four-year investigation and basically led to nothing. I'm tired of this. We didn't give the the GOP control of the House for this. This is underachievement. And they need to be called out about it. And maybe they need to sit outside of power again as a reminder. We're not looking for Democrat light. Turning the page. Call for Day of Jihad prompts greater vigilance by the FBI and Jewish groups. FBI Director Christopher Ray on a warned of attacks in the U.S., as security around Jewish institutions ramped up, prompted by an increase in threats against Jews and a former Hamas leader's call for a global day of jihad against Israel last Friday, past Friday. Oh, gee, thanks, Mr. FBI Director. You and your illustrious, I say that tongue-in-cheek, agency took your eyes off the ball. You have your agents running around, Harassing and spying on moms attending school board meetings. That's what you call a threat to America. Moms. This is the same guy whose agency was targeting Roman Catholics, called them radicals, and said they were a domestic security threat. Instead of targeting terrorists, foreign terrorists, instead of hanging out at the border and watching people coming in and gathering, helping gather information so you can do backgrounds on these people, you're chasing moms around at school board meetings. So you took your eye off these things and now you're all all terror and we got to be vigilant. Shut up. Just shut up. That agency is useless, and that's another thing. There were several members of the GOP House at the time said, "If we get control of the House, we're going to defund the FBI." None of this crap has happened. None of it has happened. It's all the typical political rhetoric that I don't know about you, but I get sick of. Here's another story that 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 somewhat parallels what we're talking about here. Republican presidential hopefuls put federal agency departments on the chopping block. Here we go again. There's Republicans, ladies and gentlemen. I'm as sick of them as I am the Democrats. These people running for president, promising everything, a car in every driveway, a chicken in every pot, and it's all BS. Let's spend a little time on this article here. Vivek Ramaswamy is vowing to close the FBI, IRS, and Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida adds the IRS and Departments of Commerce and Energy to his list of unnecessary government bureaucracies that need to be permanently closed. Former Vice President Mike Pence wants to shuttle shutter the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, as part of his push to revive federalism, and former President Donald Trump has joined his rivals in the 2024 GOP presidential race who promised to abolish the Department of Education. Let me stop there. The Department of Education... You know when Reagan ran for president? Because remember, folks, and Ronald Reagan's one of my heroes, but there are no sacred cows. I've said when I started this podcast, I gave you my word. If I see some things that need to be pointed out, I don't care what party they belong to. I'm going to call them out. Ronald Reagan ran for president, and he promised to abolish the Department of Education. That's back in the 80s. George W. Bush ran for president. 2000? Promised to abolish the Department of Education. The Department of Education still exists. See, and then they just, you know, everybody just moves on. This stuff just falls into the ether. So it says here, Mr. Ramaswamy, a biotech millionaire, has been the most aggressive in targeting three-letter agencies and the unelected bureaucrats that run them. He's promising to close the FBI, firing many of its employees, and send the rest of the workforce into the U.S. Marshal Service, Drug Enforcement Agency, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and Explosives, also is on the chopping block along with the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Man, that's a lot. It's like four agencies. How are you gonna get that done? They never tell us. How are you gonna Reagan promised it. George W. Bush promised it. How are you gonna get this done? You know how they're gonna get it done? They're not gonna get it done. They know everybody will forget about it. So it says here Mr. Ramaswamy again envisions moving some of these employees into other federal agencies. Why? Get rid of them. Shrink the federal employee workforce. That's where most of the money goes into salaries and benefits. Why shift them around to other agencies? That makes no sense. So it says here so if Congress will work with me, this is DeSantis. So if Congress will work with me in doing that, we'll be able to reduce the size and scope of government. Oh, if Congress will work with him. Congress has no interest in closing these agencies, and that includes both the GOP and the Democrats. They have no interest in closing these agencies. So, so DeSantis puts his caveat in there. I'm going to close this, 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 so if Congress will work with me. Really? It says here, critics say the big promises are far-fetched and will go unfulfilled. Bingo. Frederick Hess, the senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, a conservative think tank, says it's easy for candidates to pledge to eliminate the Department of Education, but harder to spell out their plans for doing so, and that's my, my problem here. Or my point here, tell us how you're going to do it, because this has been promised for the last almost 50 years. Reagan was in in 1980, 40-plus years ago. And the Department of Education is still alive and well, and none of these other agencies have been cut either. Cut their budgets. Cut the funds. Start there. I know you can't get rid of these massive bureaucracies in one fell swoop. Cut the budget. Oh, but, you know, these, you know, children, the children's lunch program is out of this and black children will will starve. No, they won't. See, then the Republicans run scared when they hear that. Uh Uh-oh, they played the race card. So it says here, the frustration you hear is that it's often served as a talking point in order to avoid having to talk about any of the hard stuff or think through how you actually rein in an out-of-control department, Mr. Hess said. Mr. Hess said Mr. Trump was well-positioned to target the Department of Education when he took office in 2019 with a GOP-controlled Congress, but it didn't happen. And look, I fully back Donald Trump in 2024, but the fact is, like I said, I I have to call a spade a spade. I'm not going to sit up here and insult your intelligence. And, 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 and think that, I think that you don't know that this stuff's all a bunch of BS. Cutting the federal agencies, trimming them down. Start with trimming them. But Swami wants to move some of these people out of these agencies after he cuts them, which he's not going to do, into other agencies. You're just moving deck chairs around on the Titanic. Lay them off. Get rid of them. Wow, this is a lot, and, and that's why this whole this whole situation with these presidential debates, I think the next one's in November in Miami, all a waste of time. It's all BS. Promise the world and deliver very little. Trump had the highest mountain to climb because not only did he have to fight Democrats, he had to fight Republicans. They wanted nothing to do with him or his agenda. And fairness to him, the President can't just end these federal agencies. Congress plays a role in it, and Congress isn't going to do it. So stop insulting our intelligence, stop lying to us, and talk about you know, the border's enough. How are you going to close the border? What are you going to do about spending in Ukraine? The next Congress is going to have this in their lap. This is not going to be resolved before 2024, folks. You know that. None of this stuff is going to be fixed. Not anytime soon, anyway. Wow. And you wonder why I say nothing changes in Washington. A speaker or no speaker. It's not holding up anything. They're not moving any conservative agenda in the GOP House. They just delayed the the continuing resolution to fund the government. I think until November or December, and it'll be all back at that again. These things just go from one crisis to another. Everything in Washington, D.C. is an existential crisis, but it's not. Many of these people are incompetent. Washington doesn't fix anything. Washington spends money. Your money. That's all they do. They spend money. Money that they don't have. That's why I support what Gates. Gates is trying to create, you know, some, some chaos here. Be a disruptor. That's what I like about it. He, he had the courage to stand alone. He didn't dis- did not hurt anything. These people have all like, oh, it's a crisis, and the government can't operate. Good. The government just makes things work any worse anyway. They don't solve any problems. They don't fix. You know me. You know how long we've been trying to fix that damn border since Ronald Reagan and the Congress came to an agreement it's the nineteen eighties. They gave the, at the time, 2 or 3 million illegals living in the United States. Gave them amnesty. Reagan, amnesty. Then they also put some other things in place to tighten up some of this, the visa lottery and and this. Now we have this, this massive problem with people overstaying their visas. Chain migration. Illegals coming in and we just give them a court date and we catch and release. After we thought we had this fixed in the 1980s, we're right back where we were and worse. Now there's about 15 million people. What are you going to do with them? Nobody's, you know what I want to hear from these presidential hopefuls? What are you going to do about these 15 million illegal aliens living in the United States? Start shipping them out. Ship them out. Ship them back to where they came from. I've never heard one candidate, not even Trump, say that. We cannot give $15 million of these ne'er-do-wells amnesty. We can't do it, nor should we do it. So that's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to stay on it. Not for me, but for you. Thanks for listening. When you talk about race, crime, and politics, some folks lose sleep over this, but not me, because I sleep just fine on my Giza dream sheets and pillow from MyPillow, especially this new 2.0. If you haven't gotten yours yet, you are missing out. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code CLARK, that's C-L-A-R-K-E, and save up to 66% off. The direct link is also available on my website, americasheriff.com. Get a great night's sleep so we can continue the fight. Friends, I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of Straight Talk with yours truly, America Sheriff David Clark. And a special thank you also goes out to our sponsors. My goal, as always, is to break down these complex and many times controversial issues and bring it to you straight with a little dose of common sense, no media bias, no talking points, just truth. And this podcast would not be possible without your support. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please leave a review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite place to listen. And please share this message of common on social media. For more content, be sure to follow me on Truth Social, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And just a reminder, we'd love for you to join our Straight Shooters VIP podcast club for only $5 per month. And with that membership, you'll receive invitations to attend private podcast events throughout the year as a VIP guest when we come to your town. Plus, if you join today, you'll also receive a free coffee mug and a sample of our private label coffee as long as supplies last. Subscribe and join at americas This podcast is brought to you by Americasheriff.com with executive producer Judy Wilkinson of JL Wilkinson Consulting and producer Josh Wentz in partnership with our friends at Bulldog Media. If you are interested in partnering with Straight Talk Podcasts or having me speak in your area, please contact Judy at JL Wilkinson Consulting at gmail.com. 706 518 2116. That's JL Wilkinson Consulting at gmail.com. Phone number 706 518 2116.